0: Hello and welcome to Our Community is Able podcast. Our Community is Able podcast is about health and wellbeing topics for people with an intellectual disability. Carers, family members and the wider community are also welcome to listen in. Our Community is Able is brought to you by Grampians Community Health. We are here for you, your family and our community. It is also brought to you by The SPIDER Project from Western Victoria Primary Health Network. SPIDER stands for Supporting People with an Intellectual Disability to Access Healthcare. The SPIDER project is trying to make access to healthcare services better for people with intellectual disabilities. I'm your host, Letitia Stevens. I'm a person of disability. I have a learning disorder, which means I have dyslexia, the disorder of words, and dyscalculia, the disorder of numbers, although I prefer to identify with the term neurodivergent. Now, let's get into this week's episode. going to be talking about general practitioner management plans and I've got Crystal with me and we're also going to touch on some self-care topics as well too. Would you
1: like to introduce yourself to our listeners, Crystal? Yes, thanks, Letitia. Um, I'm Crystal. I work for Grand Community Health as a community health nurse and yeah, we're going to talk about the GP management plans or general practitioner management plans and team care arrangements.
0: Amazing. Now just to break down the fourth wall as well too for everyone, Crystal and I are in the same office so she's a bit of a gem so I'm pretty excited to hear what she has to say today as well too.
1: So what is a general practitioner management plan? The other term for them is a care plan. So if you have a chronic disease, so a chronic disease is a disease process that you may have had for six months or it's a disease process that will last longer than six months. So it's something that's going to be with you for a long time, if not for the rest of your life. So a GP management plan, it's about coordinating your care and putting in place all the support systems around your care and your health to enable you to live and stay at home for as long as possible, to prevent you from going into hospital, um, to just keep you on track with your appointments, um, link you up to any allied health or any other organisations that might be of benefit to your um, long-term health
0: yeah great Sorry, that's no that's, <laughs> that's really well put and I think that's so important too because for people of intellectual disability like myself too we're more likely to have chronic disease or those long-term things that we need to take care of for our health and well-being so it's good to hear that there's something out there that can help people navigate that long-term planning because That's tricky in itself, making sure you've got all your doctor's appointments booked in and specialists as well too for it. Yeah, Yeah, nice. So how would someone go about getting a general practitioner management plan or care plan?
1: Uh, So you go to your general practice. So if you've got a... a a doctor that you go to regularly. It's generally the doctor that you would go to to get your scripts renewed. So it's someone hopefully that you're seeing on a regular basis. And I know with the doctor shortage at the moment, especially around the stall area, very hard at the moment. And I do understand that they're all trying desperately to improve the doctor situation. But um, if you go to a particular clinic to get your scripts, you can have that that care plan completed by that clinic so it's just a matter of getting booked in but I do know that some of the clinics have some waiting lists to get those completed.
0: Yeah and I think there's also if anyone does need the Royal Flying Doctors are always really good Um, and there's always uh, telehealth options as well too to help with that process but it's always good I think for the person, depending on what they need, if they've got their regular GP, that's always good to book in with them
1: too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the GP management plans they need to be with a regular. Like, you need to be seeing a doctor for a, or a certain clinic for a certain amount of time. You can't just have a one. Like, you couldn't ring up and have a telehealth appointment with a, a random online. Okay. Clinic. Yeah. yeah. That's not an option. Yeah. It needs to be an ongoing, a clinic that you'd need to be going to.
0: Yeah, that's good to know too. Yeah, yes, sure. I wasn't aware of that either. So, yeah. And I think we also have at Grampians Community Health here, our Take Action nurse, who's also good to link in for that chronic management as well too. So, yeah.
1: When, when they do the the GP management plans, they'll often link in with the Take Action nurse and do referrals to the Take Action nurse to help support people with their chronic diseases. Um, so it's very goal-orientated. So it's, a, yeah, very, very worthwhile.
0: Yeah, awesome. It's good to hear that we have so many community supports to help with that as well too. Yep, for sure.
1: So as part of the GP management plan process, so just for say, for instance, if you have diabetes, um, people would like you to link in with, because diabetes is a, a chronic condition and it's really important to stay on top of your diabetes. And it's um, one of those diseases that... People are very naughty at looking after themselves yeah. in, in regards to <laughs> it. Um, but we we like people to make sure that they're having their eyes checked every 12 months. Um, that you're having your feet checked by a podiatrist every 12 months because they do a, a vascular assessment and a um, neuropathy assessment. Mm. So checking to make sure you've got good sensations in the in your feet because um, so that's one of the risk factors um, if you have uncontrolled diabetes that um, the nerves and the, the blood vessels in your feet can be affected. And the same for your eyes. Wow. Um, yeah. So the back of the eye, we're checking they check the retina at the back of the eye. And so every 12 months it needs to be checked to make sure there's no changes, diabetic changes going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we refer to the diabetes educator. There might be a better medication that some people would be better off being on. Uh, referring to the dietitian to make those dietary changes might be needed to, to better manage their diabetes, for instance. And so all of those practitioners would then send a report back to the GP and so it paints a better picture for the GP with your ongoing care. And so just say you've implemented all of the things that all those specialists have recommended and you've still got issues, then the do- the doctor might refer you to an endocrinologist who is a specialist Yeah. Uh, in the management of diabetes so you just get that next level of care and assessment by that specialist so yeah and then we get a report back from them too. Yeah
0: good yeah it's great to see that like that's a nice system because you've got a team of people looking after your health and well-being then but then you've also got those that help and support kind of navigating those referral pathways as well in yeah. the hospital and linking you in with them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Which, yeah, yeah,
0: so important and just makes, I think, whoever's going, trying to manage their chronic health as well, they've got someone or that long-term health problem, someone or a team behind them to know that they're being supported with that and that way they've got their appointments booked in. As well throughout the year, as yeah. well as those specialists, yeah. it's good to hear.
1: And yeah, and so on the paperwork when you get your GP management plan, um, and different clinics do them differently. So they'll have your, they'll put on there what your appointments are that you have coming up, so you can just refer back to that management plan. Both, oh, that's right, that's when I've got my diabetes educator appointment. It's and and the nurse that you might be doing the assess the management plan with. Uh, We'll chase up any reports. If you've all on the paperwork is really beneficial because you can keep that on the fridge, or you can, um, if you want a loved one to know what's going on as well, um, you can give them a copy if you chose. So. Yeah, awesome. That's
0: really good for, I guess, the carers as well as our family members as well as um, support workers as well too. So then yet again, everyone's helping everyone um, to help manage that chronic. Um, Health problem. Yeah, Yeah. yep,
1: absolutely. And so as part of that uh, management plan, there can also be what's called a team care arrangement. So a team care arrangement is where when we're referring on to those allied health professionals, you get up to five visits um, through the team care arrangement that's subsidised. So in some instances, so it could be to an exercise physiologist and that might be a free Five free visits if you wanted to see an exercise physiologist say so you had osteoarthritis and you the osteoarthritis is in your spine for instance the exercise physiologist might assess you and determine that you need to strengthen the back muscles mm. to help um, improve that pain in, in your back and help improve mobility so they that can be really successful and um I know a lot of patients or clients see a lot of benefit in um, having those sorts of sessions as well. So, uh, Or a podiatrist, you might choose to have two visits with a podiatrist, one with an exercise physiologist to determine a home exercise program, and then you might have another one with, I don't know, make a physiotherapist, as long as they're all private. So the ones, the allied health practitioners... The hospital, for instance, through Grampian's Health Store or mm-hmm. any of those ones, they're already subsidised through the government. So they're not actually eligible to be part of the team care arrangement, um, with the, oh, it's, it's hard to explain that <laughs> explain. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So because they're already subsidised, um, you can, they can be, you can be referred to them anyway. And it, the cost is a lot less than what a private, uh, clinician would provide anyway. So. Um, But when you have a team care arrangement through a private one, the cost is much reduced. So you've got the benefit there. So you're not necessarily on a waiting list for as long um, as what you would be through a public system.
0: Yeah. And it's good to consider as well, too, because that's one thing I think um, what's playing on everyone at the moment is the cost of being able to afford those appointments as well and how to figure out the best pathway Um, which healthcare system they're going through to
1: make those arrangements as well. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, and when you find out you can call around like there might be some um, might have heard good things about a certain allied health practitioner private clinic and you can call them and find out what their um, out-of-pocket expense is if there is any so sometimes there isn't any out-of-pocket expense and it's fully covered by that team care arrangement funding
0: yeah great and that's good to know as well too um that'll help me i reckon empower a few people to reach out and maybe look into um managing their chronic health and their health long term yeah that's right
1: so yeah, like podiatry, if you've if you, you have got a chronic disease or you've um, uh, impaired with your mobility and you can't tend to your own foot and nail care, then a referral to a podiatrist would be very beneficial. And mm-hmm. they might see you every ten to you know eight to ten weeks or ten to twelve weeks, and they can yeah check your feet for a, you know, long toenails or ingrown toenails or calluses things like that as well so yes yes. yeah i think that's
0: important to um that self-care as well too so if you finding it hard to do that by yourself there's a way that you might be able to get access for help in another area Yeah. yeah yeah
1: and so with the the management plans they can also just make sure that you're up to date with all the screenings that are available so they they might ask you if you've when you last had a mammogram done or a cervical screening or a bowel screening. So yeah, they, they keep a track of all of that sort of things and what your immunization status is like too. So they'll check to see whether there's any immunizations. They'll check the Australian, Australian immunization register and check to see if there's any immunizations that you're eligible for for free, mm-hmm. or they can check your disease processes and see, see if um, you're eligible for any of the free ones because of your diseases.
0: Yeah, great. That's like bringing all of those, um, the important aspects of other health involved as, into it as well too, so that you're making sure that you're, you're looking after all your health
1: aspects as yeah, well, which yeah. is and great. that prevents deterioration as well. So if you had, say you, had, you were a long-term smoker and you had emphysema, Um, and you were 70, for instance, you'd be eligible for a pneumococcal vaccine because you're a bit more susceptible to developing pneumonia and, and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's it's good as a preventative because you are, um, you could become very, very unwell. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's it. And taking responsibility and looking after yourself and back to that self care and you're preventing it through not only your chronic health, plan but they might be able to spot other things through those screening as well so that's great to hear as well. Yeah cool well is there anything else you'd like to add in as well Crystal?
1: No I think I think we've covered most things. You did really well
0: and considering that's like a it's like general practitioner management plans it's a long title because it's got a lot of things in it as well. They do call them GPMPs
1: normally but yeah (laughs) yeah, that's what they call them but um, (laughs) just medical jargon so it's yeah. The long name is – it is quite long.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good to know, though, too, because I think that can help a lot of people access yeah. that healthcare.
1: Oh, and the, I suppose the, and the other thing is that um, with the GP management plans is that you, you're eligible for a new one every 12 months. Cool. All right. Um, so it gets renewed every 12 yeah, months? Yeah. So you, it's you can have it renewed every 12 months or every two years, but the team care arrangements can be renewed every 12 months. So – those five visits, those five visits uh, need to last for the 12 months. So, that yeah, that's the only sort of downfall with them. We can't renew them. So, yeah, every 12 months. Uh, but you can have a review appointment in six months. So uh, just say you've been referred off to see the diabetes educator or you've been referred off to an optometrist or ophthalmologist or somewhere like that. uh, We get that information back and we just see if there's anything else that needs to be done um, and change any goals. So in those GP management plans, one of the crucial things about it is making goals that are achievable for you Mm. and making goals that um, can have a really drastic impact on your health. And, yeah, it might be pain management. So someone who might come in for a diabetes care plan, might not be able to focus really on the diabetes because their pain is just out of control. Mm. So there's some really good services out there, um, new integrated pain management clinic up in portion, excuse me, um, that is very, very good at what they do in helping people with their pain as well. So if the doctor might think that you need to be seen for the diabetes, but for you, the pain might be your main issue so we'd focus on some goals that are specifically around the pain as well as addressing uh, your diabetes and making sure your diabetes is being well controlled and looked after
0: yeah, yeah cool it's good to know what's out there as well too and i guess for anyone listening if they wanted to arrange a general practitioner management plan reach out to your gp to organize that and that way it can help you with that long-term chronic health or um investigate a bit of self-care as well too and thank you crystal you've been amazing today and a wealth of knowledge i feel like i'm going to book in for one of those as well too
1: yeah. <laughs> Very good. that's a pleasure yeah thanks for the invitation leticia it's, um yeah a bit nerve-wracking for me because i don't like my voice and i don't <laughs> but it's um yeah it's really good it's good to get that um that out there you did really well thank you right, crystal. thanks, thanks.
0: podcast has been created and donated by Caitlin Chatwin, an ally of the disability community. Our community is able, has Caitlin's permission to use this piece in in the podcast. If you, a family member or carer, need support to be linked in with telehealth meetings with your healthcare provider, you can find assistance at Grampians Community Health by calling our friendly customer engagement team on 5358 7400. They can then refer you to the SPIDER program to get you confident with using video calls or phone calls to get to your appointments. This could save you on time, cost and travel. Grampians Community Health respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land in which we live and work. We pay our respect to the elders past, present and emerging. We extend that respect to all Aboriginal people. We acknowledge people with lived experience of intellectual disability and pay our respect to our wider disability community. We also mourn the loss uh, loss of victims of ableism. If anything in this podcast has upset you, please look after yourself and don't be afraid to reach out for help. Lifeline are disability friendly and can be reached by texting 0477 131 114 or phone called on 13 1114. We acknowledge the rights for all people to access good quality healthcare services. We acknowledge family carers and advocates and we respect the important role they have in supporting people of disability. Grampians Community Health delivers a broad range of healthcare and community services for individuals, families and our community. Our aim is to promote healthy living in the Grampians and Wimra whilst improving the standards of living. We offer the following support services, alcohol and other drugs, carer, family violence, mental health, NDIS and disability, health and wellbeing, older people, youth and social groups. Call us on 5358 7400 and our friendly customer engagement team will assist you. You can also visit our website, which is gch.org.au. Follow us on social media and check out our other podcast, Community Is Our Middle Name. Once again, thank you for listening in to our Community Is Able podcast, and we look forward to you listening in to our next episode. Take care in the meantime. Bye.